Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. I just adopted a new best friend, and I'm looking for a Toyota so we can make the most out of summer. With a new RAV4, you can take your pup for a drive up the coast. You can take a Prius to the park. Or you can take a Tundra to kayak at a remote lake. One problem, Jan. Oh? My new best friend's a cat. Your summer starts here, but it all ends June 3rd. Toyota, let's go places. Dealer inventory may vary, so you're participating Toyota dealer for details. Visit your front-range Toyota stores today. Toyota, let's go places. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code DNVR when you sign up. Welcome to a Tuesday, Tuesday edition of the DNVR Rockies podcast. I've got Spencer Smith here with me. I'm Susie Hunter. Spencer, how are you doing this morning? I am doing wonderful. We've got the quadruple S, the Susie Spencer Sagittarius show. Yes, let's I cooked that one up. go. Oh, I love that. Thank you for cooking it. I, yes. There's not many things I can cook. That is one of them. <laughs> oh, my God. And we've got Alyssa producing, too. So it's going to be it's going to be a day. I told her that I was extra annoying today. I'm feeling extra annoying today. She's like, great. I'm extra irritated. Let's go. Just a perfect combo. We, we are the perfect combo. We are the yin and yang. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> She's like, leave me out of this. <laughs> um, we have so much to talk about today. We have WBC stuff. Uh, we got to talk about Gabriel Hughes' first Cactus League start, that first round draft pick from last year. And uh, we've got some injury updates. We've got some roster updates. And we, of course, we're going to get into the WBC because that is just like the big event tonight. But yeah, let's start with Gabriel Hughes because this is a guy the Rockies picked in the first round. He went a lot higher than a lot of people expected him to go. Um, but he was cooking last night. He was absolutely cooking. Three innings pitched, four strikeouts, only one hit allowed. So he was, he said he was pretty amped up about it. I mean, he's a young guy. He's 21 years old. He's, he's still a kid. Um, so he's like, obviously super excited, super amped up, but, um, uh, we got to hear from him after the game and here's what he had to say. I mean, that felt incredible. Um, you know, it feels like making your debut, but there are no words to describe how much fun it was to go out there and just play baseball. Uh, you know, it, it passed in a blur pretty much, but I was really happy. As soon as I got off the field, I just looked around and was like, okay, did it one step onto the next. But yeah, no, I was feeling really good out there. Um, and I was definitely amped up. I'd been hoping for the opportunity um, in spring training. I'm really thankful that I got the opportunity. And I was just like, okay, let's start planning for it. Let's start prepping for it. Uh, why not? You know, why not have it be the Dodgers? I'm going to face them eventually. So why not get it out of the way right now? I think the next thing I'm working on is just breathing out there. I think there were times when I got really amped up and I was moving really fast. and. Kind of got a little ahead of myself, started leaving some pitches up, but next thing is to work on is just breathing, staying calm out there, getting on top of those nerves and everything, and just going out and being consistent. 
just a kid, just a baby. But yeah, he seems he seems confident. Yeah, it's always good to see a guy come out and not get shelled in his first real major league debut. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I love about baseball is in general when somebody can go against a team like the Dodgers, like it's a meaningless game, but for him it means everything right now where yeah. he has out his career. And individually, like yes, the game overall is meaningless, but I guarantee you every Dodger that stepped up to the plate was fighting for something too. So it's not like uh, he just went out there in a game that mattered to no one and felt good about himself. Like there's actually great things you can pull from this game. Mm -hmm. I think he also mentioned too, like, you know, seeing those big names, seeing, you know, you're pitching against like actual Los Angeles Dodgers. They win the division every year, almost every year, but still. Um, And he was just like, you know what? I don't even see that. It's just like me and my catcher out there. Okay, yes. Yes, so love focused. that. And this is like his first real major league time ever, right? Because I think he had like one bullpen session um, and then he got rained out. Like he was supposed to start and it got rained out, I'm yeah, pretty he, sure. So he's he hasn't in, even pitched any minor league games. Yeah, that's crazy. So this was his first game. It's wild. And especially for a guy, he pitched at Gonzaga. So you know he's been, you know, college competition wise, but pro competition wise, just go out there and go against the Dodgers. Why not? Why Throw not? Him to the fire. Yeah. I like that he said that it felt like a debut. It kind of was. I'm like, also, it like was your first like spring training game, but like, yeah, like the big league guys got their first look at you. Yeah, and, and we like what we see. Exactly, that's a great foot to start out on for him. Yes, and of course we know, buddy, big pitchers guy. You know, he had a lot to say about uh, Gabe's. That's what he calls him. He calls him Gabe, by the way. Super cute. I love when a guy has a nickname. <laughs> Nickname um, guy. But yeah, uh, buddy had a lot to say about uh, Gabriel Hughes' first start too. Let's hear it. I was impressed. Uh, you know, obviously I was excited for Gabe to pitch tonight. You know, I met him last summer after the draft. That whole draft class was impressive. Uh, you know, for me, Gabe stood out in a lot of ways. Saw him this winter. Uh, was impressed when I saw him throw some bullpen sessions. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited for him. And, you know, what I liked about it was the the teammates, you know, the guys were excited for him. And he came out and he pitched a, a very nice three innings tonight in an exhibition game against the against the Dodgers. It was it was fun. Obviously from our scouting reports and our, our, our amateur scouts who saw him, that's what they saw. A guy that, you know, pitches aggressively with the fastball, has a good breaking ball, is on the attack, and we saw that tonight. Uh, B was a guy that was on everybody's radar as a potential high draft pick. Uh, you know, the guy is, uh, you know, I think, you know, ready for these challenges as he starts his process to hopefully become a major league pitcher. Well, change-ups today, uh, you know, they, they look fine, didn't throw, didn't throw a lot of them, but, you know, it's going to be a pitcher eventually with a good fastball and a hard slider and, and a couple other weapons. But, you know, right now his best stuff is the fastball slider, uh, which is fine. And, uh, you know, he'll he'll continue, like all pitchers, to work on his craft. Also, Buddy wearing, the, breaking out the glasses yesterday. He had a glasses day. He's just, like, uh, tired. He's, He's like, I just, just like, in- exhausted. Like, I just got back from Vegas. I'm so tired. No contacts all, today. I'm just throwing the glasses in there. All the dry air. <laughs> yeah, Arizona's known for that. He's like, nope. Nope. I, I, he needed to get a real good, clean look at Gabriel Hughes all day. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, I'm excited to see Gabriel Hughes eventually. Can we just like see him this year? 
<laughs> I I would seriously doubt it, especially because I don't know. We got to talk to Patrick now about bringing down the venometer because now Veen has been reassigned to minor league camp. Yeah, I I, I obviously the signing of Profar is is big. It's yeah. a big you know big name. Uh, you can say whatever you want whatever you want about where he's at in his career but like these these guys hold the key you know guys like Gabriel Hughes Zach Veen hold the key to Rocky's excitement not necessarily production not necessarily you know winning 80 plus games whatever it ends up being but like these guys are the guys that if people are slipping away from Rocky's fandom which I never will but I know some people are on that like these are the guys that are like all right I need to watch. I need to pay attention. Yeah. And like a guy like Gabriel Hughes, even his own teammates, you know, Randall Gritchick said that he like planned on watching this game. Like he wanted to be around for it. So yeah. that's cool. Uh, a guy that can start, you know, as a 21 year old and be already, you know, the an exciting thing to watch for a player that's been in the league for 10 plus years. What the- Exactly. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it was must watch. It was must watch pitching Gabriel Hughes versus the Dodgers. He's a thick boy. He, his thighs are serious. <laughs> I need his quad workout. That's all I'm saying. Um, uh, well, next time I see him, I will ask him. We did get to meet a bunch of these uh, these draft picks um, at the park last year, and they were all just, just such nice dudes. But yeah, some of them just like, oh my gosh, like you ate your vegetables. <laughs> You're enormous. <laughs> yeah. Do you think like a guy like Gabriel Hughes, that's you know obviously a high level top ten pick. Mm-hmm. I think like sometimes for a, from a Rockies perspective, they enjoy going to being a Colorado Rocky because yeah, it's it's tougher to pitch here. There's no way around that. Mm-hmm. But this guy could conceivably make his way up quicker and make his way to the major leagues quicker, which is like a thing that, you know, obviously you want to be dialed in as much as you can be. Mm-hmm. But pitching, I mean, a guy can have a 7 ERA and double A and go to triple A and have a 2 ERA. It's just so random week to week and yeah. who they're facing. But I do think it serves as an opportunity for some of these guys. Like, yeah, obviously his dream was probably to just be drafted in general. But he's like, hey, there's, you know... I don't have to, I don't have a, you know, a Kershaw, the whatever ahead of me, essentially. Yeah. Like the Rockies have great, you know, good major league pitching, but nothing like, nobody's spot is like fully safe, you know, maybe yeah. Marquez, but that's about it. You know what? Isn't that so funny how it's like, oh, you know, we don't have the pitching depth that we want to have, but that means that no one's, no one's stopping you. No it, one's stopping you from moving up. Exactly. It's just like a clear path he, to the light. When he's ready, he'll just get to, He'll hopefully just get that opportunity. Yeah, maybe our next, like, John Gray here. Ooh. The John Gray reincarnate. Because I know Aww. I John Gray, like, made it to the major leagues pretty quick, didn't he? Yeah. It was like I was saw him pitching at Oklahoma, and then all of a sudden, like, maybe a year or two later, he was a Rocky, and he was solid. And I it happens him. fast. It does, especially for guys like this. Yeah, especially in this organization. Um, uh, speaking of, you know, we mentioned – Okay, so yeah, Zach Veen and Drew Romo both reassigned to minor league camp. Uh, they we got this news like minutes before the show started. Like this, this just happened. We just got the email. But um, so I'm kind of going by. I'm looking at how because Thomas Harding, he's you know got his pulse on the Rockies. He's down there. He knows what's going on. Um, it seems like yeah, they wanted the Rockies wanted these guys to get as much of a taste of the big leagues in spring training as they could in case we would see them there very soon. Um, 
But yeah, they could still be called back in for Cactus League games too. But I, I'm kind of, I'm a little surprised that they got reassigned to minor league camp. Yeah, so you'll have to explain this to me. What, like, when they're all in the same area, what mm -hmm. does this mean for them? Like, I understand the the whole, like, you're not technically on the major league roster anymore, yeah. but does it change what they do day to day now? Or are they, like... I think it does change what they do day to day. I think they're just working out with, you know, more of the minor league guys. Got they it, probably got won't it. be in as many, um, you know, the major league games, but they can still they can still be involved in those. They can still get called up for those games. Got it. So we're yeah. when we're getting closer to, like, I mean, it's only 10 days away now? Um. So the start of the season is nine days away. Wow, nine days. Nine days away, the Rockies will be in San Diego getting ready to play actual meaningful, meaningful baseball. <laughs> Where is this year going? It's Where almost already it April. But, yeah, so they kind of just are essentially cutting. This is like roster cutting area. Yeah. For the next week it's or so. It's time to trim. It's trimming time, and it's just spring had to be... cleaning. Yeah. Hey, it's there we go. Cleaning. First day of spring, spring cleaning, Zach being First. down to reassignment, unfortunately. Yes. Um, some good news, though. Um, Randall Gritchick is apparently improving. He is getting better. He is recovering from a uh, bilateral sports hernia surgery, um, and he's been doing... Um, he's been taking some BP on a machine... But he'll be ready for live BP soon and game speed at bats. There's no target date though for when he'll start. Probably sometime in April, but we don't we don't know for sure. We love to see that from Grishik. But he is a guy that with how good defensively he is and how quick he moves defensively, that's an injury that you're like, eh, I don't want to push that one. Yeah. Like hernia's obviously no fun, but like when you're especially when you're like, if you're Bartolo Colon getting a hernia, it's not, like, that concerning. But a guy like Randall Grishig, you don't, you don't want to push that. Yeah, and yeah. I want him to heal up nicely. The the signing of, of Profar, like I mentioned earlier, is going to yeah. help to not necessarily be like, hey, we need you now. Yeah. You know, give it some time. How do you, yeah, let's let's talk about Profar with you, because Patrick and I, of course, talked about this yesterday. But what an interesting move, considering all of the, there's so much young talent that, is ready to you know be on an everyday be, to be an everyday player, and now we've got just like all these pieces kind of clogging it up. <laughs> yeah, we just have these grabbing these random puzzle pieces off shelves. Yeah. Um. So I've always been this way with the Rockies and teams in general. Is mm -hmm. yes, you want to you know we we have an idea that the Rockies aren't going to be great this year, but they're young. So it's at least they're young and and not as good versus mm -hmm. being old and not as good. That's always better. Um. But I firmly believe that. In order to make those young guys better, it's not necessarily just throwing them out there and saying, hey, here you go. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, this guy has, you know, played in a World Series. This guy's been like played serious baseball for a long time, was a great player for, mm -hmm. you know, five to six years, maybe on the down swing of his career. But they, it's so much better for those guys to not be just thrown into the fire right away and have the opportunity to start here or there or when Buddy thinks it's a good matchup or, you know, whatever he feels like. He knows better than, than I do, of course. Yeah. But, like, I think having guys like Profar, guys like Bryant, I always love the – even Moustakis right now. Like, mm -hmm. I love the high-profile signings for the Rockies because it's names. You know, names always help um, mm -hmm. no matter, like, no matter how good or bad they what are. What do they help? Do they help the young guys – get a better taste of what they're supposed to be doing in the majors? Do they help attendance? Do, I, what do they help? I think what all of the above. <laughs> like, honestly, I, I I will be more excited to go to the ballpark 
to see now in two years it could be like okay i wish zach bean would have played two years ago or mm -hmm. you know x player but right now it's like okay we got chris bryant mike moustakis and jerks and pro jerks and profar in the lineup if you would have told me the rockies had those dudes three years ago i'd be like are we like winning the world series <laughs> like what is going on you know so that to me that just like pushes it over the top to see like hey we're, we're still going to see some good baseball players and it gives the other guys an opportunity to learn how to be in the locker room. How, you know, Chris Bryant's an ultimate pro. Seems like it. Um, Jerks and Profar, I don't know for sure. But, like, Mike Moustakis, they've, these guys have played in serious, like, important games. Mm -hmm. And whether or not the Rockies will have any of those this year, we don't know. But it's building towards something versus just throwing out a bunch of young guys that haven't played before and saying, hey, try to win baseball games. Like, these guys can show them winning baseball. Yes. I love that. Yeah, uh, that's that's the one silver lining of all of this. Yeah, and I mean, I like I, I actually dropped this in the chat the other day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Being the silver lining guy that I am for the Rockies, always. Yes, thank you for your service. The like, if Mustakis and Profar have really good seasons, turn them into some prospects. That's yeah. Like I, I don't see that, the that, harm that in those mean, guys. That would mean that the Rockies would have to make a trade. Well, yes, which we. They, <laughs> what do we? What do we say on the show? Quarter energy. Yeah, they do have serious quarter, quarter energy. energy. But, you know, <laughs> things can change. People change. Technically. Liz <laughs> <laughs> is like, eh. Philosophy can change. Let's put it that way. Philosophy can change. Um, I would love to see some changes. Um, yeah. You know what? You know what I love about um, this season? The other big silver lining? the 30th anniversary season love love a good anniversary season we love an anniversary season and also the rockies have been inviting these stars of the past out to spring training they're interacting with guys we are getting to hear from them but the latest visitor of rockies spring training one of your faves brian fuentes one of the nastiest closers <laughs> like three three quarters release i I emulated him as a kid. I was like, because I couldn't throw it very hard in high school. Yeah. So I was like, I have to be different. And I started like this three-force release. My coach, like this is, God, 15 years ago now. Yeah. But my coaches didn't even like know how to coach it. They were just like, it's working. It's The pitch is moving differently. Like people weren't used to it. So I ended up being okay. Um, <laughs> and I could, I could throw probably 15 miles an hour slower than our, our really good pitchers. But he was so fun to watch and and that his slider would it felt like would start on a lefty on the like the inside of the plate and and the catcher would have to catch it in the right-handed batter's box. So it's it, he was uh That is movement. Fuentes was fun and he was a great I mean just a nasty closer for a couple years. Yeah. Do you want to hear what he had to say down at spring training? Absolutely. Yeah, the Rockies did a great job putting this together by the way. They've been doing such a good job um getting us all these great interviews. Uh but Alyssa, are we ready to roll that? All right, here we go. I'm Brian Fuentes. Fastball on the ground a second. I pitched for the Rockies organizations from 2002 to 2008. He's the one, two. He's got it. Mostly out of the bullpen. All out of the bullpen. Closed for five years. And the Rockies win it three to one. A couple months ago, Bill Smith called me up and asked me if I'd be interested in coming out and, and um, getting around the guys, getting back in spring training and, and, and just having a presence here at Rockies camp and, and working with some of the minor league guys. Uh, but it's good to have four pitches. I mean, even if you're going to, you know, only incorporate a couple of them when you need that third pitch, you mix it in there. And he was fun to watch, 12. He was fun to watch throw yesterday. 
What was your first year? Uh, my first camp was, I don't know, like probably 98. Yeah, it's, it's intimidating. You're trying to, you know, it's hard not to try too hard and, and explain to them uh, my journey and, and what it took to get to where I got and, and, and play in the major leagues for an extended period of time. They've defeated the Minnesota Twins tonight. I have an opportunity to, to coach some guys that are uh, more refined and, and don't need major mechanical uh, fixes has been a it's it's been a, been outstanding. The talent you know that I've seen is is off the charts, um, and these guys have, have have taken me in and 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 been responsive to that, and it's been it's been fun. But after doing it for so long, like you know, I was my performance had diminished. You know, I realized I wasn't performing at the level I was used to performing at. And I was just like, you know what? I don't want to hang on and like just try to like get by. You know, I want to be good. So I was, you know, like I said, on a self-evaluation, I was like, it's time. And, and I was fortunate enough to be able to do that. I miss this, you know, I miss the locker room, you know, the road trips and the flights and the hotels and the dinners. And I mean, you're not going to get that ever again, man. So enjoy that. Enjoy the brotherhood, man, because it's once it's gone, it's gone. And to come back out and to not have to compete, you know, like to not have to, you know, do all the hard work, all the hard work that these guys are doing now. Uh, it's nice just to watch and watch baseball at a high level and get to input, you know, my opinion here and there and just get in the dirt and be around the guys, the camaraderie, the brotherhood that these guys have for one another. And just to sit back and watch that really brings back good feelings. Oh, are we back? We're back. We back. We back. <laughs> Brian Fuentes, what kind a time. Of, kind of a character. Well, kind of a character, yeah. It's like, okay, big hotel guy. Let's go. <laughs> I'm a big hotel guy as well, so I guess. Who isn't? Um, all right, we're going to talk about the WBC in just a second. But first, did you know, Spencer, you can watch the WBC here at the DNVR bar on the corner of Colfax and York. Tonight. Final, tonight, game sound on. It's yes. going to be a good time. That's key. Game sound on. We have a lot going on here tonight. We do. We have we, a rugby meetup. Yes, and World Baseball Classic. And the World Baseball Classic. It's like classic. no quote-unquote Denver sports teams in season right now, Avs or Nuggets, still pack out the bar. I love that. We're going to. And if you're a member, if you're a diehard, you are going to enjoy 15% off of your entire tab here at the DNVR bar. You are getting 20% off of anything at dnvrlocker.com. You're getting 20% off of our tailgates, off of our party buses. And we have some good ones coming up too. Like we've got a Rapids takeover coming up. We have a Rockies takeover on April 29th. Head to our Twitter. wait for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I will not be drinking. No? That was sarcastic. Oh. <laughs> it's a Saturday at Coors Field. That is my number one priority. I mean, I already told Patrick. I'm like, I'm calling out sick so I can go to this. Like, just as a person who can down some beers on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Susie Hunter outside of DNVR takeover. Yes. Oh, it's going to be good. Uh, but listen, you are also going to get a free T-shirt at that event. Yep. But also, if you're a member, you're getting a free DNVR shirt every freaking year. You're getting extra raffle tickets at all of our watch parties, and you're getting access to our diehards only Discord, where we say the craziest stuff in a chat that is all off the record. <laughs> it's always a good time. Um, uh, are we allowed to talk about how like Bacchus and Shanker are coming to visit us today? I think so. 
because <laughs> your husbands are. are coming. My so. husbands are coming. <laughs> uh, but listen, we love Bacchus and Shanker because when you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker, they are here to help because Bacchus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. This is where you sing my Bacchus and Shanker theme song. Do you know it? I do not. Bacchus and Shanker. Is that the song you sing outside my office every day from like 12 to 3? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That that one. Got it. I don't have the voice you do, though, so I'm not going to. I'll let you have that one. Thank you. You know, not with that attitude. Well, on camera, I don't have that one. You don't want to give it a try? Back is in shanker. Honestly, he sounds just like me. I like how you like closed your eyes to like really oh, yeah. get into it. Exactly. I I just had to get in the moment. But now um, I'm out of it. You rose to the occasion and I appreciate it. And Backus and Shaker also rises to the occasion when they are helping people who are seriously injured in Colorado. And they've been doing it for more than 25 years. And it's totally free until they win money in your case. There is no upfront free to speak with them about your case. No fee unless they win you money. And they've done it a lot. They've won over $1 billion for their clients. And now they've got locations all over Colorado, including Denver, Aurora, Englewood, Fort Collins. Um, And they've got the strength and the power to win your case with more than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. They just, it's all hands on deck for them. So yeah, bottom line, Backus and Shanker, they're going to help you win all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycle accidents, rideshare incidents, if you're a pedestrian in an accident, trucks, all of the above, they can help you win even if you're injured at work. So call them at, it's all Dazas, 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free because Backus and Shanker wins and you know what helped me win at fantasy baseball? Rotowire. I'm such a Rotowire girly. Are you? But, yeah. It's it's a great website. Oh my gosh, it's just got like all of all of the stuff. I like I'm actually a big fan of their podcast too. But it's baseball season, it is fantasy draft season. Um, and you can get all of the news for, you can get all the latest news and numbers on the Rockies and every team across the league. And uh, Rotowire has been doing this for more than 25 years. They've got cheat sheets, custom player rankings to fit all leagues, all of the different types of leagues, rotisserie leagues, points, 10 category, 30 category. There's so many different types of fantasy leagues. It's so crazy, but their sports experts analyze the wild world of baseball stats for you. And there's there's a lot of numbers. Listen, we're not all encyclopedia, Patrick. Sometimes I need a little help. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, trying to get to that level is it's too much work for me. It's so much work. Um, they've got mock drafts galore. They've got an ask the expert function. They have premium fantasy draft kits. It is just they the resources they have are just absolutely unreal. And it's not just baseball. They've got fantasy advice for all of the sports from XFL, NASCAR, soccer, golf. Golf. I, I didn't I, even realize that fantasy golf was a thing. It is a thing. I'm actually in a couple of fantasy golf leagues. It gets intense. It's fun. It, it sounds crazy. I feel like all fantasy leagues get intense. Yeah. When you have, when you're going for, you know, a little bit of money and you have like a group of guys or girls that are all yeah. really invested, it makes it a lot more fun. You get a little, you know, shit talking. Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, you know that baseball players get that into fantasy football to oh, the yeah. point where it goes, it gets to violence. <laughs> exactly. It, you know, uh, it doesn't need to get like that. No, no, it can be chill. <laughs> it can be chill. It, it can be a, ch- a nice conversation. 
<laughs> until you get upset. Until feelings get hurt. <laughs> feelings get hurt. Faces get hurt. Uh, we don't want to see that happen. So just win your league and use Rotowire <laughs> to make that happen. So yeah, for a limited time, Rotowire is offering a free two-day trial for our listeners. So go to rotowire.com slash DNVR to register. No commitments. You don't even have to put a card down to get that two-day trial. That's unreal. That's how you know they know they've got a good product. So yeah, take a peek behind that paywall. And when it's done, you can decide if you want to put a card down, if that Rotowire package is right for you. I kind of like that. That's You'd never hear about trials like that. No, where you get to actually use the product, figure out if it's good for you, and then just continue on. Yeah. Love it. So, yeah. Rotowire.com slash DNVR for that trial. I um, The other day, I got a cameo request for someone wanting advice for their fantasy baseball draft. <laughs> what did you give them? Draft uh, all the best players? Actually, no. They were actually specifically looking for which Rockies should we draft they're like sneaky if they're playing at coors field like you can have any guy that starts 90 percent of the games and you yeah. feel good about having him on your fantasy yeah. roster pitching wise i get you the numbers that you want to get you know what's a sneaky play every year is the rockies closer mm. like some other teams they do the weird opener they have random closers like daniel bard will get 35 to 40 saves this year I Book hope that. so. I hope I hope the WBC didn't break him. No, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I hope so. I hope he doesn't have the yips again. And then, like, I just, I, he's back now. I just want him to be back. He yeah, was the he, comeback player. Right. He's he's one of those, like, he. you never know what you're going to get from him. Mm-hmm. And he definitely makes the ninth inning interesting all the time. But gets the job done more often than not. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Rockies closers are always a sneaky, like, nobody thinks of them. Because you, like, you don't think, oh, they're not going to win that many games or this or that. But like every year, I'm always in on a Rockies closer. So sneaky. I, had, I was on the Adam Adovino train in fantasy before people even knew who he was. Oh, my gosh. Adam Adovino. Miss we that miss guy, him. too. Miss him. Um, uh, I don't think we'll see Daniel Bard closing out uh, this WBC championship game. But it's going to be a crazy one. So, I mean... This is what we, this is what we've always wanted. We're going to potentially have a game where we see Otani pitching against Mike Trout. This is what we asked for and we could get it tonight. It this yeah, this worked out perfectly. The game last night was insane. Oh, it was nuts. Um, and anybody that is like downplaying the WBC uh other than an Astros fan right now, get bent. <laughs> For them, I could see the um, a bit of anger, a bit of sadness coming mm-hmm. from it, from the Altuve thing. But overall, yeah. like it, these players, it's going to be interesting to see. Maybe you know Patrick's the spreadsheet king. Maybe we get him to do <laughs> like a like the first week of the season. We check the stats between WBC players and non WBC players Ooh. to see if like because th- this is they went from spring training to like. Real 100 real quick. Intense competition. Yeah, and like even in the MLB season, like, yeah, the 30th, the game on the 30th for the Rockies means infinitely more than the game on the 28th, mm-hmm. but still, you're going to lose, every team loses 60 games-ish. So, you, you you know, it's not like the end of the world, but these games now, it's like, it's everything they got. Like, you see the emotion from Trey Turner, mm-hmm. uh, all the players on the U- Team USA, like, they're, 
they're playing serious baseball in March, and I don't think, you know, obviously every four years they're kind of used to that, but a lot of these guys haven't played before, so it's mm-hmm. it's it's insane to, to think about, like, how much more ready they'll be for the season. Yeah, you know, we're seeing a lot of, I mean, we're seeing stars that we don't have in the U.S., like Japan is just, I mean, their pitching was insane last night. That is, I really thought Mexico had it until the relievers for Team Japan just absolutely wiped the floor. Yeah, and then... Uh, you know, Otani lead off double to start the uh, start the rally, and uh, it's just so it's a like very late rally. I really thought Team Mexico had it. Yeah, and actually, like Yaya's super mad at me because he's like, "You jinxed it!" Like, no, <laughs> I like, didn't. I just analyzed. <laughs> I There's just a I was looking at the situation at hand at that time. I'm not the one who who gave just up. Just because game. you're mad at me, don't attack me. Yeah, he's mad at himself more than anything. <laughs> He's mad at the world. Oh my god. Is Yaya even working today? I just like kind of don't want to, I don't want to see him today. He's off your luck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Give him a, a cool off period. No one yeah, no one show him this uh this clip. Yeah, exactly. Don't just, show him. Just don't watch the Rocky show from Tuesday. Yes. Um it looks like Merrill Kelly is gonna get the start for Team USA today. Still a Diamondback, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He give, gave the Rockies some some fits. But yeah. do they... Now, I'm going to sound bad because I haven't t- watched a ton. I've watched the World Baseball Classic, yeah. but not like locked in for every single game. Mm-hmm. It, do they treat it like a normal game where it's like, hey, he could go five or six? Or since they're in this like state of still kind of ramping up to the season, is it like... Three to f- you got three to four. Yeah, and then he's we're not going to pitch like a regular starter. It's going to okay. be significantly less innings. Okay, yeah, he's not going to pitch a complete game in the WBC. Right. <laughs> no, no one would let him do that. No, exactly. That would be wild. You got the you know Diamondbacks manager on the phone to the Team USA manager, like, hey, dude, get this guy out what, of here. Like, what if I, <laughs> what if I just leave him in? Yeah. Like, no, no, that's not happening. But um, uh, I'm not sure right now who is starting for Team Japan. But Otani, it's not going to be Otani, but he did say he will be ready to come in in relief. He is ready for whatever they need from him. He's the Madison Bumgarner World Series yes. guy. Like, you want to pitch the 7th, 8th, and ninth, Do it. You want to start this game? Do it. You want to pitch the 4th <laughs> through 7th and be shut out? Do it. So he's just incredible, just like as yeah. an athlete. Like, he's quickly like vaulted himself to, you know, you always talk about certain athletes, like could mm-hmm. they play other sports? Now, is, you know, is he going to be a good baseball player, football player? Probably not. But the amount of, like, the amount of talent he has on both sides of the ball, if you will, mm-hmm. you just don't see that in pro sports. Yeah. And, like, he is a, a top five overall athlete maybe in the world today and maybe even higher. Yeah. Top five is just being, is being careful of guys like LeBron and, and things like that. But, like, it's it's watching him do what he does is, is so insane to me. And I had him in fantasy mm-hmm. and it was just like everybody in the league was like oh that's that's smart because I yeah. got a starter <laughs> and then I also got a guy that hits bombs and and you know it's just an all-around great great hitter we always say this we've just never seen anything like him and we may never again or maybe we will I don't know because did you see um Japan's starter last night I did not. Roki Sasaki. So he is a, he's a huge star in Japan. He can throw as hard, maybe harder than Otani. He is. Really? He is something. He's 21 years old. Um but th- he has such a he has such a sad story. So um that his first start in the World Baseball Classic, that was on March 11th. That was the anniversary of that 2011 tsunami in Japan and uh, 
he lost his father, his grandparents, his home was swept away. So like such a tragic, tragic story. Um, and then he found baseball as a kid and, um, in interviews back then he said, yeah, like I'm happiest when I'm playing baseball. Like, so it was such, such a great, such a great outlet for him. Yeah, exactly. Experiencing and that great, horrible tragedy. Right. And now he's going to turn that into hopefully his life and his career. Yeah. Which is awesome. I hope he, it would be so fun if he came to the U.S. and soon. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that, would be, that would be sick. Yeah. Just adding those guys in where like you don't know exactly what you're going to get from him. But you, as you see with like games like this, obviously Otani is a huge part of the, you know, the national team. But like guys that aren't maybe not necessarily MLB level players yet mm-hmm. ramping up and getting the competitiveness to go against the la- the guys like Trout and Arenado and stuff it's these cro- not really a crossover event i don't know exactly what to call it but when you get like the world cup in soccer or like this in baseball you get guys that are not necessarily the highest level athletes but they get to compete against the high- the quote unquote yeah. highest level athletes from america and around the world and that ramps their game up just even that much more it does, yeah. And I said this before, yeah. Um, we there's so many stars out there that we don't know about because they're not in our bubble. Exactly, we're just living in our own little happy MLB bubble here. So freaking cool, so freaking cool. Um, uh, we have we've got some tweets about the WBC. I love this quote from Adam Wainwright. He said, "I've never had this much fun playing baseball in my entire life." That's a That's statement. A, from him, yes. Because he's been doing this for a long time. He has. He he has, and he's played in World Series, and mm-hmm. he's been around for a lot, like, as long as I've been a baseball fan. He's, yeah. Adam Wainwright's been a Cardinal. He is our, he's just our rock. Yes, <laughs> he's, he's, he's our baseball rock. But um, I love, I think a Cubs fan tweeted this out, but he said, in other words, St. Louis is boring. <laughs> strong agree (laughs) it might be (laughs) well have you seen though like they obviously got their uh, football team taken from them the rams moved to la uh now they have a uh, xfl team Mm -hmm. and they're like selling those games out really like every other xfl team is the typical like it's not the nfl we'll sell you know half the tickets stadiums fairly empty every game in st louis right now full which is kind of cool yeah like it it's they we have that kind of sports town energy denver does mm-hmm. like we fill up a lot of stadiums and like march madness being here we filled up march madness and the tickets were like insane compared to everyone else but i feel like st louis has that real like little brother sports city and ener- sports city energy where yeah. they're like no we're we love anything that's here and i mean what else is there to do in missouri facts sports that's it facts. that is it <laughs> it's crazy that that's still crazy to me that the Rams moved back to LA. Yeah, that's. I would just be like, if I was a Rams fan, I would. I'd be so like, if I was a Bron- the Broncos just moved to like Vegas or something, I'd be so sad. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be a fan still. I don't think I would. I'd well, be like, I know, like if like the Eagles left Philly, I just well there. That's it. Yeah. I'd just be like, I don't like football anymore. You're, you're the Montana think- Eagles now, and you're like, nah, I don't care. I'm not going to go to Bozeman yeah. <laughs> for these games. Like, get out of here. Uh, let's get some, uh, I'm looking at the time. Like, ooh, we got to get some ad reads in. Um, uh, game time. We got to check the prices on game time for these uh, for this WBC final in Miami. They're the hottest ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, shows. I'm trying to get those floor seats for Taylor Swift on game time, but I'm going to wait a little closer to first pitch. 
Yeah, I figured out the game time model. Um, I, I've, I've done a lot of uh, field research, if you will. Okay. The morning of is like the best time. Because if you, you know, like you can wait till, you know, that's the pitch. You can mm-hmm. wait till closer to first pitch or closer to game time. But in the mor- the morning of is like when the most tickets are available. Yeah. So you get your choice and then usually disc- much like discounted prices because people wake up. They're like, oh, I need to get these tickets sold. Mm-hmm. You know, they drop the prices. You get the best deal. And then towards close towards the game, you're like, ah. But you don't get as many choices. You may get the best deal then, mm-hmm. but you get your better choice of seats morning up. I like this. I mean, yeah, let's think about it psychology-wise. You wake up, you know you can't go to a game, and you haven't sold your tickets yet. Yeah, you're going to put the price down because you're probably too busy to be checking it all day. I- exactly. You so. just want them to sell right there and, and mm. leave them. So, yeah, morning Look up. Look at us breaking the we, – we figured it out. We break – we cracked the code. That's the word I'm looking for. I am I awake today? Oh my gosh! But listen, I uh, game time, absolutely incredible. Get the seats that you never dreamed you thought you could get, even courtside behind home plate, even WBC. Those big last minute price drops. You'll find them the day of. You can save up to sixty percent off when you wait closer to first. Pitch, crazy deals. Uh, but yeah, join more than 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats for all of your favorite events. Use the link in our description to save and also to let them know that you heard about them through us. And FOCO. I have no transitions anymore. They're gone. I did a few. I I don't. But FOCO. You know we love FOCO. We're a FOCO fan. We got the we got the bobbleheads on our set. This is incredible. I got that big blanket sweatshirt that I wear all the time. I have a Rocky straw hat that I almost wore down here, but it would have clashed with my shirt. Oh, okay. The purple clashes, so mm-hmm. I need a purple shirt or a white shirt, Yeah. and then I'll wear it. Honestly, or if you just had a Hawaiian shirt of any color. Yes. It just would have gone. Exactly. Boko has great gear. They've got like the statement pieces that you can wear to a game. They've got all kinds of gear. Stuff that will actually match your other wardrobe. Yes, <laughs> and they've exactly. got the bobbleheads. We love the bobbleheads. Uh, but yeah, you're going to find merch, accessories, and you're going to find apparel, toys, not just for the Rockies, but for, for all the teams. And they always have your back with Colorado Sports. We want to have yours too. So you can use the link in the description, uh, but use code DNVR2 for 10% off. Um, I can see that the Broncos guys really want to go live. So we'll give them chomping at the bit. Is there Broncos news today? So much. They got a new punter. A new punter? Huh. Hmm. (laughs) A new old punter. (laughs) I can't wait to hear it. Um, But before we close out the show, I do want to show y'all... The Yard Goats Home Ballpark. So I don't know if you heard, but they have a new name. They changed from Dunkin' Donuts Park to just Dunkin' Park. Same because s- same spelling. Same spelling. Yeah, because like Dunkin' Donuts rebranded a couple years ago. Now Dunkin' Donuts Park is finally rebranding the ballpark to just Dunkin' Park. But they got a new coffee cup. There's a coffee cup on top of the scoreboard. I love that. It used that. to be a hot coffee cup, and steam would come out of it whenever a Yard Goat hit a home run. It's incredible. They did. Re- they redid the coffee cup though, because it said Dunkin' Donuts. Now it says Dunkin'. Now it's an iced coffee. Oh, iced coffee culture is taking over the world. So, like, look at this. <laughs> so, does it like? Sp- I don't. Does it like splooge out of the top when they hit a home run? It does it what out of the top? <laughs> 
does it do? What? Uh, I don't know if it, if steam is still gonna come out well, of it. it I can. actually didn't. It's because it's iced. Is steam gonna? I'm gonna text him. Is steam gonna come out? For home runs, um, it is. It's technically the same coffee cup, though. It's just repainted to look like an iced coffee. Uh, I did. I did okay. find that out. But that could hold. Uh, that cup, in theory, could hold thirty-five hundred gallons of liquid. That's a lot. That's, That's a, a lot. lot of liquid. That's a lot. Do you know my? Um, uh, do you know the story about the um, rally gallons? I do not. Huh. Oh. Okay. So the yard goats at their park, their beers are huge. So like their their small beers are like sixteen ounces, the large beer thirty two ounces. That's a quart. You drink four beers at a game. You just drank a gallon of beer. Congratulations. You're gonna want to die tomorrow. But I was in my twenties when the yard goat started, so like I could do that. Yeah, sounds like my kind of beer place. <laughs> yeah. So I you know did the math. I was like, okay, if I do a rally gallon every game, it'll take me three hundred and fifty games to. Oh, no, it would take 3,500 games. I can't do math. Please never ask me to do math. Why is this happening? Uh, but, yeah, it would take 3,500 games to... Uh, it's like almost a lifetime. It's kind of a lifetime of games. I'm, <laughs> I can't believe I just did, like, the saddest math in the world. Am I dumb? You would, I, I wasn't even, like... <laughs> I was just going along with it. I was like, oh, yeah, 350 games. That's almost a year, maybe two. We've mentioned this before. We're not supposed to do numbers. We're talent. Exactly. Not math guys. <laughs> We're not girls. math guys. Um, all right. We're going to close the show so the Broncos can do their thing. Um, but rugby meetup tonight. That's at five, right? 5 p.m. They get in at five. WBC is at five. Um, Nuggets. There's a Nuggets uh, party bus on uh, Saturday. On Saturday. Yeah. That's coming up. Rapids takeover on April 1st. Still tickets for that. Rockies takeover on April 29th. We've still got tickets for that. Spencer, where can we follow all of your nonsense on social media? At Big Drive Spence on Twitter. And uh, the golf account is at Big Drive Energy. Nice. Awesome. Uh, you can follow me. Actually, first, follow at DNVR underscore Rockies for all the latest Rockies updates. We'll be live tweeting the WBC tonight. You can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And Spencer, you know what they say about me Closing out a show. Yeah, something about you can't do it. I don't know how, so I'm just going to walk off the set. No, I'll see you guys. Actually, Patrick will be back tomorrow. I won't. I'll see you guys next week. I'm going to Vegas. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> Bye.